welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, I'm Monica Marquez, your host for today's episode. Given the current challenges we are all facing living in this current environment of dealing with COVID, working from home or on the front lines, managing your homeschooling, racial and social tensions, and all of the political rhetoric, it's no wonder that we are all feeling some level of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. The question is, what are you doing about it? Are you practicing self-care? Well, in this episode, I chat with Jenny Evans, speaker, author, and on-air expert on physiology and chemistry as it relates to resiliency, confidence, and performance. In this episode, Jenny shares her perspectives on how you can learn to recover from stress more quickly and raise your threshold for it by utilizing realistic and manageable tactics. Jenny Evans is the founder and CEO of Powerhouse Performance and author of the award-winning book, The Resiliency Revolution, Your Stress Solution for Life, 60 Seconds at a Time. Jenny works with thousands of C-suite executives, leaders, and employees worldwide, and she helps audiences tap into their personal power and confidence, as well as learn how to increase their capacity for stress and to recover from it more quickly and effectively. Jenny has spoken on the TEDx stage and is the resiliency subject matter expert for Optum and the Big Nose Digital Courses, and was an NBC health and fitness expert for over four years. She holds a Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology with an emphasis on psychology from the University of Minnesota. She has been an American Council on Exercise certified professional trainer and group fitness instructor for over 20 years. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode, including the best way to get in touch with Jenny. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us on the Beyond Barriers podcast. We are super excited to have you here and learn all about how we build up our resiliency, an important muscle in order for anybody to accelerate their success. So tell us a little about your story and what you've learned along your journey. Yeah, so many chapters of the story, but I think the the biggest one is I actually started out pursuing psychology as my education, and one of my many part-time jobs was teaching fitness, but not because I was athletic or fit, and in fact, when I was really, really young, my mom made me sign up for dance class because I was that big of a cluster, so... Um, when I started teaching fitness, I had to just learn some of the basics of anatomy, exercise, physiology. And that's mm. where I really had this huge aha moment of, oh, that's how the body actually works. And mm. when you start to work with it instead of against it, things in life just become so much easier. And so I was like, this is fascinating to me. This is what I want to know more about because it's it's benefiting me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. At the time, what you did with that type of education is you worked in a gym or you were an athletic coach. And again, 
not super <laughs> sporty, but I just thought, you know, that's a tiny detail. I'll figure that out on the back end. Uh-huh. Um, and so kind of as, as time went by, it was this beautiful uncovering of this connection, not just between the mind and the body, but for me, my big aha was that our chemistry, the chemistry of our body mm-hmm. actually affects our psychology. And so I am obsessed with human performance. And so in my years of coaching and speaking, what I have figured out is if you're only addressing things from a psychological perspective, Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you are treating the side effects of a chemistry problem. Ah, okay. So if we actually correct and optimize our chemistry first then we actually have access to the full array of our psychological tools. And so Mm -hmm. that's really what I help people do is go from feeling overworked, overwhelmed, overstressed, overstretched Mm -hmm. to on fire, on purpose, on your game. How to go from feeling freaking over it Mm -hmm. to feeling on it. And so, (laughs) yeah, there's the step one is how do I optimize my chemistry and my physiology, and then how do I optimize my psychology? That's fantastic. And, and I, you know, it makes so much sense because I do think that, you know, we have so many people who are, you know, focused on high performance in their career and in their life. But um, like you said, maybe they're, they're off in some way. Um, how and how do you make that click? And so you talk a lot about gaining clarity. Um, what do you exactly? What do you mean by that in terms of gaining clarity in order to get all of that to click? Yeah, a clear sense of purpose is mm-hmm. essential for resiliency. And there's just there's so much science and research around it, but. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for over 20 years and and what I've found is that when you when you start talking to people about purpose and mission it's this really intangible thing that's right. somewhere out there in the future and what I've figured out in my clients is a more powerful question to ask is what do you believe. What do you know Mm. to be true? I mean, like your truth, the truth that lives, not just here, but here and, Mm -hmm. and in your gut. And that when I get people to start thinking about it that way, like just, just start this sentence. I believe in growth and continuous improvement. I do Mm. with every fiber of my being. I believe that we are all given a set of talents and gifts and that it is our actual responsibility to try to fully develop them as much as we possibly can while we're here mm-hmm. and then put them out into the world in some way, shape or form. And that, that just one belief drives me to take risk, to be bold, to you know be courageous, to be relentless and right persistence and just keep going back and back. So helping people to say, okay, that's one of your beliefs. What else do you believe? And to get at least five to 10 of those. And then you are pants on fire, you know, of like, (laughs) get out of my way. I am on a mission. I have clarity. I also have 
direction. You know, when you talk mm-hmm. about your beliefs, those actually transcend mm-hmm. any and every situation because sometimes people are like, well, my purpose professionally is different than my personal purpose or what if my mission is in alignment it's not in alignment with the mission of the organization that I work mm-hmm. with. And then people are like, how do I reconcile that? But our beliefs, we, we have those on at all times mm-hmm. in every situation and learning how to tap into that. And it, it also creates an incredible amount of accountability where you're like, no, this is very important and I have to take action. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're being pulled instead of trying to push yourself right. um, to do that. So, you know, when you talk about resilience, that when you feel like this is my purpose and I am on a mission, you will do just about anything to complete that mission. And that's really where I think where so much of our strength and drive and clarity comes from. Mm-hmm. And I think what you said is actually extremely important in that, you know, trying to find that balance. But but I love what you said in terms of, you know, the stress, the all of these things that people are trying to solve for. And you're like, that's a symptom of the problem. And the problem mm-hmm. is this like almost chemical imbalance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So help um, our audience understand what are maybe some of the daily habits or rituals that are key in order to have um, success in kind of building this resilience. Resiliency. What would you What would you recommend? Yeah, if I may, I'd mm-hmm. like to back up. When you talk about the problem, mm-hmm. there are two problems, and one of those is cortisol, mm-hmm. which is a stress hormone that then turns on our caveman brain, which is the mm-hmm. second problem. So <laughs> okay. we actually have two <clears throat> brains. We have this primitive caveman brain that I like to call Sneaky Pete. And (laughs) this part of our brain is animalistic. Um, It's all about our survival. It is very action-oriented. It's very reactive. We could not have made it this far in our biological evolution without that part of our brain. But it is hardwired to be negative, to be defensive, to assume the worst, it's all about focusing on the problem versus the solution, being mm-hmm. reactive instead of proactive. So anytime the stress response is triggered, cortisol mm-hmm. actually puts our caveman brain in charge and it actually locks away like the advanced part of our brain. When I said like our, mm-hmm. our psychology, we don't have access to a lot of the cognitive stress management tools or leadership tools or communication tools Mm. that we've spent so much time and energy developing. So um, there are a lot of ways to get rid of that cortisol and get sneaky Pete like back into the backseat. Like you don't want to get rid of him completely, but you're like, dude, get out of my way. Um, So, I mean, one of the best ways for getting rid of cortisol in our body mm-hmm. is through movement and exercise. I mean, when you mm-hmm. think about our evolutionary hardwiring, the stress response is the fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. So, cortisol is released to actually fuel our muscles for that short burst of intense physical activity of either fighting or fleeing. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, 
that burns off the cortisol and then it actually produces another set of molecules that I'll just call the bliss molecules mm-hmm. that actually neutralize things, slow things back down, get our advanced brain back online. Mm-hmm. So the critical step in that hardwiring, which is how we're all still hardwired, is a short burst of intense physical activity. But in today's day and age, and especially during COVID when we're all at home right. and our routines are just completely jacked up. Um, just getting some short bursts of activity or just sprinkling some movement in your day changes your chemistry and puts advanced brain back online. I mean, there's ways of eating that increase stress mm-hmm. and then stress actually affects a lot of our food choices, <laughs> which then gets us in this huge cycle. Um, stress affects our sleep. And then the same thing when we're sacrificing mm-hmm. sleep in order to get things done. I mean, as women, the pandemic is, I mean, in life, women are typically mm-hmm. <laughs> have more of the responsibility of running a household and and all of those things. And what research is showing is that it's now even more exponentially harder that a lot of that Mm -hmm. stress and responsibility is falling on women while Mm -hmm. now it's harder to get movement. Food is for most of us. I mean, I'm even talking for myself is kind of a struggle. (laughs) Sleep is a struggle. Cocktails, caffeine, you know, so there's there's so much that's going on that's affecting our, our chemistry, which is then affecting our resiliency and our performance. Mm, that makes sense. Total sense. So, <clears throat> you know, thinking about, you know, your habits, your, you know, where, what, what do you do in situations where mm. I, I would only imagine in terms of, like you're saying, this cortisol and stress or whatever. So when people are dealing with fears and limiting beliefs, I'm sure there's a, a part of that, that there's some of that being released. What are some techniques that help you overcome these fears and limiting beliefs to then get rid of maybe some of these, this anxiety and the stress that comes with all of that? Yeah. Okay. From a physiological perspective, I am diabolical about getting good sleep. I mean, because Mm -hmm. honestly, not getting enough quality sleep will mess up your chemistry and psychology so fast. And it's, it is very hard to be positive and focused and productive Mm -hmm. when you're not getting good sleep. So uh, that is one of my top priorities. Mm -hmm. Um, Daily exercise for me, that is one of my biggest psychological and physiological Mm -hmm. stress relievers that gets booked into my calendar. Like on Sunday, Mm -hmm. I sit down with my calendar and figure out how am I going to get something in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, from a psychological perspective, journaling, um, Mm. getting in touch with that psychological component. Also sort of like, I want to say like the spiritual dimension of our energy, which may or may not have anything to do with religion, but continuing (laughs) to reflect on and go back into our beliefs and our purpose and what's really, really important is Mm. such a great way to change our chemistry Mm -hmm. and bring our focus back together. And again, um, I mean, I don't know. It's and I, I, I even kind of fall prey to this thinking where, 
oh, journaling, oh, that's kind of the icing on the cake and I'll, I'll get it in if, if I can. <laughs> right. But what I've learned is, man, that is just as important as a daily practice as it is for us to get good sleep, for us to move our bodies, to put good food in our bodies. Like, you know, a lot of us know that when you exercise, when you do it that day, mm-hmm. good for you, but the next day, it starts over again. Like you have <laughs> to do it again. You can't just do it once and just be like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, you know, spiritual and um, you know, that, that element of purpose and beliefs that is something we need to be working that muscle on a daily basis to keep mm-hmm. ourselves focused, especially now when there is so much mm-hmm. relentless stress and change mm-hmm. that's constantly happening. That's, that's pretty insightful. I mean, I, I, you know, you talk a little bit about, you know, the cortisol, then you, you sometimes when you have movement and you uh, create that, um, habitual kind of movement and exercise in your daily thing. It helps the, I guess the bliss molecule that you called it comes mm-hmm. in and then it, it almost um, releases or unlocks the, um, that side of your brain where you are then able to leverage the strategies and the leadership skills and all those skill sets that you're needing to, you know, associate, you know, to, to make decisions and difficult decisions or taking risks and things like that. What would you recommend like in a pinch when someone is in the midst of an extremely difficult decision and they're trying to weigh out the risk rewards? Is there something that you do that helps clear your mind? So you feel like you are making a decision with the clear mind instead of just with all the fog? Yeah. I mean, when it's really bad, I'm like, I just got to leave. I got to move my body. I got to walk. I got to, I got to get a short burst of intense physical activity. Cause I know like that is the thing that's going to change my chemistry mm-hmm. the fastest. It's going to change my psychology. Mm-hmm. But I think the other thing too, that I find helpful and women are actually really so good at this, but they don't initially trust this is for me, I find the answer is in my gut. You know, of like, mm-hmm. I think it's easy mm-hmm. to make that pro con list, should I, shouldn't I? But to really sit with yourself and, and listen, and even tuning in physiologically, what mm-hmm. kind of a reaction is my body having at the thought of this? Does it are these experiences that I'm having right now, is this excitement? Is it anxiety? Is it dread? Is it a sense of hopefulness of kind of like, you know, when you're saying, what, what should I be doing? Well, if I did this, how does that feel? Mm-hmm. Or if I did the other thing, how does that feel? Or just tuning in of like, what is my gut and my intuition telling me. I mean, that is such a legitimate form of wisdom Mm -hmm. that we all have. But like I said, I think that is a superpower of women. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it is just kind of like learning to tune in that to that and trusting it. And I would, I agree with you. How do you build that trust? Because I think sometimes women do have a self-limiting belief that whatever they're thinking in their gut 
they hesitate and they don't, even in meetings, right? You might have this great idea and you pause and you're like, mm, you know, they don't share, they don't vocalize whatever it is that they think because they think what are others going to think or they just, they just don't, they think they're wrong. How do you build that trust in yourself? Mm-hmm. It goes back to really understanding what you believe and getting clarity. And let me say too that every single one of my coaching clients, because this is always where we start, because this is the the foundation. Like this is, like I said, where all of our courage and our confidence and our clarity comes from. And people are like, okay, Jenny, I'll do this exercise. A hundred percent of them struggle. They are like, this is actually incredibly hard because it's not something that a lot of us were taught to value. We weren't taught to spend a lot of time. We weren't taught to give it a lot of legitimacy. But mm-hmm. when you are grounded in your beliefs, there is such a sense of deep knowing, mm-hmm. knowing what the right thing to do is. Mm-hmm. And I will say, It still might be a really hard thing to do. It might Uh be the most scary thing to do, but you know it's the right thing to do. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the difference between like that that knowing versus doing that you described like, oh, should I, shouldn't I? Well, what do I believe? What do I stand for? Mm -hmm. What do I know to be true? How do I define success for myself means I speak up. Mm-hmm. It means when I see something that I know isn't right, I have the courage to bring it up. Do you want to grow your impact as a change agent who ignites transformation in others, but you don't have a proven step-by-step method? Do you want to grow your visibility and influence as a thought leader to inspire others, but you don't know where to begin? The Beyond Barriers High Performance Executive Coach Certification is designed for experienced leaders who want to grow their impact and influence. Join this exclusive community of high achievers, advance your career as a leader, and experience the joy of helping others grow. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com and register for the webinar to learn more. That's perfect. And thinking a little bit about that, where you've talked about how, you know, making sure that you have that balance or you that gain that balance so that you can build the resiliency. It requires um, setting some kind of creating some habits and some goals um, in order Mm. to achieve that. How do you set and achieve these goals and execute effectively on them? All right. I'll I'll just say this and I'll just, I'll not just be like, people are going to think X, Y, or Z. Um, How I set my goals, I literally just ask myself, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Mm. What what is it that I really need? Do I, you know, there's actually sort of like three aspects of my business. So I do keynotes. Mm-hmm. used to travel all over the world before <laughs> COVID, like these big stages, big uh-huh. audiences that fed me in one way. Mm-hmm. But if all I did was eat that after a while, you're like, I'm sick of that. And I'm sick of hearing my own self talk and I'm sick That's of traveling it. or whatever. And so I also do like smaller group workshops where we get to now talk in small groups and share ideas and it's more of this two-way conversation and Mm -hmm. that feeds me 
in a different way. And then my one-on-one coaching, like having people trust you to, to share things that they have maybe never told another person before mm-hmm. and really talking about things that matter, that feeds me in an entirely different way. And so for me, it's important um, for me to do what I want to do and feel the way that I want to feel <laughs> and figure out how do I get paid to do that. Right. And that's literally been my career path. Um, and it's funny when people ask, they're like, you know, so how did you get here? And I'm like, oh, oh, you think there was a plan? Oh, that's cute. Um, well, it just, <laughs> you know, I think it just is that for a lot of people, one thing leads to another, which leads to another. And I think it is going back to like, knowing what you really want and believe gives you the courage to say yes to opportunities. And it also gives us to say no. Right. So things that that aren't right for us. It comes back down to that clarity and understanding what your North star is and what you really want. And I think, I think you make a good point where sometimes people don't ask themselves or they forget to ask themselves Um, that question of what do I want? What do I really want? And just kind of knowing that that's the North star. And like you said, in some cases it, you needing to say no of thinking like, okay, this decision I'm about to make, is it going to help me keep going towards a North star? And if it's not, then be able to say no. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's um, a fantastic uh, takeaway there. Um, Share, share. I was going to say, I, well, I think as women, because we are so often putting other people's needs in front of our own, you know, it, that that's not something that a lot of us are used to doing or feel like we have the right to do of like, but I'm, I'm supposed to be the martyr. I'm supposed to always be sacrificing mm-hmm. for other people. And I will say also, you know, like during COVID, my, my career, my business like disappeared overnight. And I was like, oh, so who am I now? Like, what, what do I want to do? You know, so this, this question, even right now of like, I'm not really sure, but how about if I just be curious? I mean, what can I do like in the next month? Mm -hmm. That's going to feel good. Like I've been putting out these videos, like what's the purpose? I don't know, but it just feels good. They feel helpful to other people. And I just trust that right now, that is the right thing to be doing. And two weeks from now, maybe there's going to be something else that feels right to be doing, especially as things just are changing so quickly and so dramatically. I think now is actually a great time to be practicing. Like Mm -hmm. in the past, I think a lot of us felt like change was like really hard because that's not how you do things. And like, I got to do things a certain way of like, now's kind of our chance where like anything goes. So if not now, when? No, that's absolutely true. And and thinking about, um, you know, having to doing what you feel is right. But like you said, action, just taking action rather than just sitting there in order to feel like you continuously are moving forward. Um, You know, I hate feeling stuck. So I I tell people I always, I err on the side of action, even if I'm moving sideways or maybe two steps back, but at least you're Mm -hmm. moving and not just kind of stuck there like a deer in headlights. Um, Yeah. 
So certainly and, thinking about that. Yeah. Um, but I will also say like change triggers the stress response. Cortisol comes spraying all over mm-hmm. and sneaky Pete, that primitive caveman brain mm-hmm. hates change. So anytime we're exposed to change, mm-hmm. even if it's something that we decide that we want for ourselves, mm-hmm. sneaky Pete takes precedence. Right. For sneaky Pete, change means uncertainty. It means the possibility of failure. It means a tremendous amount of work. I'm going to have to start doing something I don't want to, or I'm going to have to stop doing something that I really like. So when we shrink the change down to make it so easy that a caveman could do it, Mm -hmm. really works with the hardwiring of our brain. And I kind of like what you said, like when it comes to making change when we try to change too much too soon, it doesn't work. I like the question of what's my one next best mm-hmm. step? That's it. Mm-hmm. Don't get overwhelmed by the 50 steps that you're going to have to take after that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't even become clear until you take that one step. But if you just ask yourself, what is my one Mm-hmm. Don't say two, five, ten. What is my one mm-hmm. next best step? Take that step, and then what's the next one after that? Um, it's just a lot less overwhelming, and <laughs> it's also a lot more effective. <laughs> right. So I'm pretty sure our listeners are thinking this sounds fantastic. What are what are some of the things they need to do on a daily basis? Or what would you say if someone is just now getting started to where they're focusing more on thinking about, okay, I need to build up my resiliency mm-hmm. and I need to make sure that I keep this sneaky Pete cortisol monster in check. <laughs> what, what are, where do they start? Yeah. You know what? I have a tool that I would love to share with your audience. Sure. So when I talk about the importance of journaling and and reflecting and listening and getting to know what what is it that you believe who are you what do you want um again like sneaky pete is lazy as all get out so for some people the thought of journaling you're like well that sounds lovely but you know i don't have an hour or like what am i even supposed to journal about like what i ate for breakfast i don't know so um I have a PDF download that is 365 days of journaling questions. So just Mm. a question a day. And all I say is like, make a commitment to just spend 60 seconds. That's it. 60 seconds just answering the question and actually, but writing it because it changes the way our brain processes information. Yes. And what often happens is you get going on that 60 seconds and then maybe five minutes pass or uh, maybe an hour passes. But to just tell Sneaky Pete, just 60 seconds, we're just going to do this one really quick thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But having like that daily practice, and I think it's a great way to either start a day Mm -hmm. to get your mindset and your your heart set and your gut set, um, or doing it at the end of the day as more as sort of like a, a reflective process. But I mean, that's, I think it's a, that is a great regular practice Mm -hmm. to keep ourselves grounded in our beliefs and our our courage and our direction. So thinking about, you know, you, you coach many people and, um, you know, I would think half of them or a lot of them would be women. What are some of the biggest challenges that you see um, women facing um, and how do you help them get over it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. I've been doing this so long and 
what I have learned is what is most private is most universal. And Mm -hmm. that a lot of us, for the most part, and it doesn't like I travel internationally and I work in all sectors of business, male, female, old, young, gay, straight, whatever. For the most part, we all kind of want the same things out of life. Mm -hmm. And we all really struggle with a lot of the same things in life. But what I will tell you is ultimately, it's horrible. In talking to women, it kind of comes out, I'm like, what they blurt out is, you know, when I'm like, what's really the barrier? They're like, me, I'm, I'm the problem. It's, it's the stories in my head that I have around whether I can or can't do something. Mm-hmm. But I would say a lot of the major themes, um, validation, mm-hmm. Ooh, I hate that to say that one, but like external validation. Mm-hmm. Am I doing things right? Am I doing things wrong? You know, I think sometimes we hide behind, well, I just, I need feedback and acknowledgement. Mm, but where is that tiptoeing into external mm-hmm. validation? Right. And, um, Another one is, is just like I said, a lot of the stories that we tell to ourselves mm-hmm. about ourselves and about our situations. And sometimes the stories that we tell ourselves, they are pretty much a reflection of the truth. They're aligned with our beliefs and they inspire us and take us where we want to go. Mm-hmm. But we all have stories where we will just distort the truth. We will rationalize, justify, blame, Mm. minimize, and then we'll create stories that allow, you know, these disconnects in our lives. Like whenever there's a difference between knowing that we should be doing something or we Mm -hmm. want to be doing something, but we're like, why, why is this change so hard? Why am I not taking action? Well, because there's a story that you've created that is this brick wall, that is the barrier. Mm -hmm. So helping people uncover what are the stories that are not working for you and how do we start authoring Mm. some different stories that are a reflection of the truth. They're grounded our beliefs and take us where we want to go. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's just, while each, while each of my coaching clients is very much on their own journey, there are just so many, Mm -hmm commonalities. And then, like I said, a lot of it too really comes down to when we're not anchored and grounded mm-hmm. in our beliefs, how do we know the decisions that we're supposed mm-hmm. to be making or how do we get unstuck right. if, we, if we don't know what it, what it is that we want or where we want to go or having the courage to just start taking that step mm-hmm. in, in that direction. And I think you make a really important um, point about the story. What story are you telling, um, you know, yourself? What would you say is the key to rebuilding or retelling or just shifting, you know, that story? Um, Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you prompt your, um, you know, the individuals you're coaching to, to start like rewriting this story? The story. Yeah. So this is like where neuroplasticity of the brain comes into play. And I just started geeking out. But so every story that we have, just to really simplify, like mm-hmm. there is a neural pathway in our brain. Like there is a thought pattern that we have. Mm-hmm. The more we repeat that thought pattern, the faster and more permanent that neural pathway gets. So it just becomes automatic and reflexive. Mm-hmm. But recency and frequency are critical 
for that neural pathway to maintain itself. So if we actually cut off the energy supply to the old story, mm-hmm. and then we start investing energy in a new and different story, start creating a new neural pathway, mm-hmm. the more we think about that story, the more we journal and we actually write Mm -hmm. the truth is if I continue on this path and don't change, what will the consequences be Mm -hmm. aligned with my values in all of the following ways from now on I will. And it's repeating this and giving it energy. And it's, I mean, I will say it's a labor intensive Mm -hmm. process because it, it is just this continual investment of energy But that is one of the ways that behavioral psychology, Mm -hmm. you know, is that we can change our way of thinking by creating new stories. But it's like a muscle, you know, like I can't lift weights once and then just be like, I'm ready for my bodybuilding competition. (laughs) Like you have to keep lifting and keep lifting and, you know, getting those muscles to grow. And the Mm -hmm. same is true for those new and different stories. That's really great advice. Um, And thinking about sometimes those stories come from maybe some sort of failure or setback that somebody has had. What tips can you share on when someone is trying to, you know, overcome a setback or a failure and don't almost, like you said, create a story that ends up, you know, creating that like the same story playing over and over again in that whole thought process, that Mm -hmm. leading process? Yeah. I think one of the first questions to ask is, Who's the author of this story? Did Sneaky Pete write this story? Because Sneaky Pete is of fear, of self doubt, mm-hmm. of negativity, of pessimism that always wants the easiest option, is lazy, doesn't like risk, doesn't like change. Mm-hmm. I think that's an easy of like, hmm, is this Sneaky Pete talking? Mm-hmm. Or is this my advanced brain talking that's grounded in my purpose and my values and my beliefs? Um, but I think, you know, uh, words to be looking for sometimes in your thinking is things that are very black and white or polarizing. Mm-hmm. When you say like, I always, or mm-hmm. I never, or um, here's a good, a good one, as soon as, fill in the blank. <laughs> and I'll fill in the blank. Um, I can't, mm-hmm. f- you know, these things where you, and it's funny, once you start noticing that you have these stories, then you really start noticing, you know, how many times you're like, oh, I, I can't believe what just came out of my mouth. That was mm. a story that's definitely that was an excuse. That's a justification. That's a rationalization. And that will not take me where I want to go. And then kind of the crazy thing is we will start noticing the stories of our partners, our kids, mm-hmm. our, our bosses, our customers, that actually the world is made up of stories. The world is not made up of facts because mm-hmm. um, you and I, could have the exact same experience, but the story that we would create about what happened, what it meant, would be totally different based on any number of things from our gender, our political Mm -hmm. aspiration, our, um, you know, where we 
were born, the education that we got, you know, all of, all of those things. It's such a wonderful thing to kind of unpack. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Now, I would have to think, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, when working with, a, with women um, and kind of building their, their resiliency, sometimes it's power in numbers, right? And, and it's kind of building some key relationships to kind of hold yourself accountable or having someone, and especially like you said, sometimes it does come down to some external validation or whatnot, but, and you may have to surround yourself with, you know, people who are going to help lift you up. Um, what has helped you kind of, you know, do you have, do you leverage key relationships or a community to kind of help you in those moments where maybe your, your resiliency, you know, fuel marker is on empty? Mm, You have no idea. (laughs) You know, like biologically, we are tribal creatures. We need Mm. our community. We need our tribe. Like really in our society, what's one of the worst punishments we come up with? Isolation. Mm, Um, Yeah. So for me, I would say definitely, especially during COVID when I sink into the funk and I've done everything from a chemistry perspective, I'm journaling like a mad woman and I'm like, I'm still just... I'm, I'm sneaky Pete all the way. That's when I'm like, Oh, Jenny, but you got your tribe. You need to be reaching out to your tribe. So, um, I have my lady balls. My lady balls is my mastermind group. It's three other female speakers. We, um, now it's just, it's virtually a 90 minute every month where we get together and we talk business. We talk life. We talk being entrepreneurs. Um, And then it is a lot of the um, people that I've met along the way. I mean, for me, I'm as an entrepreneur, I know Mm -hmm. it's different than being in corporate America, Mm -hmm. but I also think like there's, there's women in certain industries and leadership positions where it does feel lonely that you're Mm -hmm. sort of, you're the only, you're the lone wolf. Right. That's why it's so important for us to have community and, and tribe and especially of, I don't want to say like people that see the world the same way as you, but people that understand the struggle mm-hmm. of what you're really going through and how to support you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think like we also need the support of our our allies. Um, I, absolutely. As well of like that can't be underestimated. And I think right now while we are being isolated physically, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, I mean, I really think for all of us, keeping that, like I have had to calendarize it because I'll notice myself getting into a funk and then I'll realize like, why can't I pull myself out? Uh, Mm -hmm. Because you need your tribe. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll start reaching out to people. And then I start feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then I stop reaching out where I've just last week, I realized like, Jenny, that's like going on a diet and then you get the results you want and then you go <laughs> off your diet and you're like, why isn't this working? Because you stopped doing what was working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think, and we have to have, I think like our different tribes. So I've got my lady balls. I've got my other friends who are speakers. I've got my other friends who are just moms and mm-hmm 
and women. Um, and I've got, you know, a wide array, but like our, our communities are definitely so important for our resilience. Fantastic. So in, in closing, in terms of resiliency, what, would, what advice can you give our women to maybe accelerate filling their tank and, and building this muscle of resiliency? What is something that you, w- you would tell them would accelerate their success that they you know, practice? Make yourself the priority Mm. that you are just like putting yourself last on the list Mm -hmm. is not, that is not what confident women do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You matter. Your needs matter. Your thoughts matter of we, there's so much stress right now. And as women, you give, 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 you do, do, do all of that requires energy. Mm. Energy is a finite resource. It has to be renewed. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess what the top three forms of recovery available to the human operating system are? What are they? Sleep, mm. exercise, and nutrition. Of, mm. But think about this. When our lives get really, really crazy, what's the first thing to get cut out of the schedule? Exercise. exercise and then we're also sacrificing sleep because we're staying up late to get things done or we're getting up early before everybody else in the house and you're working from home now like you need that quiet time so that goes out the window and then nutrition I mean it's so easy right now as you're juggling all of this stuff of like you're just grabbing what you can or what sneaky Pete is telling you mm, to That's eat <laughs> um, or, you know, you go hard all day long and you can't shut your brain down. You can't relax. So you're like, well, the only way I can relax is with a glass of wine or two, you know. And so you guys, like, you, you have to be recovering your energy physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Like, that is a scientific physiological fact, not just a nice to have, not just like, well, if I have time, um, that is the key to high performance. I mean, if you look at professional athletes, how do they perform to mm. their absolute best on demand? Right. Think about how they rest, how they eat, how they exercise and train. The same is true for the rest of us. Mm. I think that's absolutely important, putting yourself first. I mean, we hear that all the time, right? Even when you're flying, that you put the oxygen mask on yourself before you help somebody else. Otherwise, you will be incapacitated. So I think Mm -hmm. the same thing goes in terms of, like you said, energy is a precious resource, and you've got to make sure that you are keeping it up. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jenny. Um, I know that our audience is going to want to certainly know how to be in contact with you and learn more about how they um, maintain their resiliency and how they build that resiliency muscle even more. So what's the best way for uh, the audience to 
get in contact with you and get um, your your 365 journaling questions because I think sometimes that's the hardest thing, right? You open your book and you're like, what am I going to write about? Yeah, I, know, like, I don't know what to write, but you're going to prompt yeah. them with these questions. So how do they get those? Yeah. Um, okay. So the best way to find me is JennyEvans.com. Um, from there, you can find me on Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, YouTube. Like right now, I'm just doing a series of just videos on like just mental health and well-being, sort of like coping with COVID Mm -hmm. um, that I would love for people to just like two to three minutes. They're fun. They got kooky special effects. Um, (laughs) But also on my website, you can find, I wrote a book on um, how to build resilience. It's called the Resiliency Revolution. Mm. I also have a resiliency training tool that kind of mimics that fight or flight response. Mm. But it's also cardiovascular and strength training, high intensity interval training that you can do anytime, anywhere with no equipment whatsoever. Um, I've got some free videos on YouTube with sort of like these high intensity interval workouts. Like I just really try to make it as easy for people's sneaky peats as possible. Um, So yeah, go to my website. My contact information is there. You can send me an email from there, but um, the 365 days of journaling questions. I don't know. Maybe we got to figure this out. If I just send that to yeah, you, send us the link. You we'll make sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll put it in okay. the show notes, and people will be able to access it on the website. Okay. Cool. Let's do Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yeah. And and I love the idea of like you said, some of these um, these quick cardio things of just getting their bodies moving throughout the day. I think those would be fantastic as well. So we'll put all the links to where they can find those or short links and instructions, but thank you so much. This has been amazing. And now I really do know that the big enemy is sneaky Pete and cortisol and uh, (laughs) going to really honestly take a lot of the tangible tips that you gave us so that, um, I can keep that at bay because I know I struggle with that um, as well. And I certainly am going to get more sleep. (laughs) Good. I can't tell you how happy that makes me. And that's going to make you happier too. (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks so much, Denny. Yeah, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all resources for each show, including the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.